Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. So, uh, tomorrow, so that will be the 12th of December, will mark 30 years since the release of a Sega add-on which was known for several games, including one which led to the creation of the ESRB and the ratings of games as we know it. So I am talking, of course, about the Mega CD, or the Sega CD if you live in North America or Brazil. So what I'm going to do tonight is look through a selection of lesser-known titles for the Mega CD and see what we may have missed among the hype given to things like Night Trap and the Sonic CD. And, of course, all those FMV games that were produced with that add-on. Most of which weren't very good, which is sad, but, you know, you can't win them all. Ah, well, who have we got in the chat? Well, we've got um, Nicholas Van, who's changed his name to his festive name of St. Nick. Uh, TCB, Iceferno, I, uh, Frost, I think Twinny's around as well. Um, my beloved Greyfall is also lurking. Uh, I'm not sure if Resident SD is around. He was earlier. Uh, yeah, I, I've actually I've talked about the Mega CD before, so in like technical specs and so on. So I'm not going to cover that this time. You'll have to go back through the archives to find that one. Um, but tonight, uh, the first game we're looking at is called Vi. It's spelt Vay, V-A-Y, uh, also known as Vay Ryusei no Yoroi, uh, Armor of Ryusei in Japan. And this is an RPG that was developed by Hertz and published by SIMS, or Sims, in Japan, and working designs in the US. Uh, the story of Vase or Vi starts a millennia ago with a battle suit taking part in an interstellar war, becomes da damaged, loses control, and hurtles into the void of space. It eventually crashes into a distant planet with its pilot dead. The suit then falls back on its programming and starts to terrorise the denizens of the planet who unfortunately only have medieval levels of technology that, that with which to defend themselves. Now, I was a bit disappointed because when I found out this thing was called Vi, I was like, 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 Steve Vi? No. Oh. Sadness. Oh well. Can't win them all. Um, but let's have some music from Vi. And also the first, oh, we have quite a few requests this evening. So, uh, so we've got from Vi the intro theme, and then after that we've got the day before battle from Formula One World Championship. Uh, that one was requested by Nicholas Haman. Uh, so this is a reward for helping me out with finding some music earlier. So enjoy, and I will speak to you after the break.
Sega Test Circuit. This course is all for individual driving is most suitable to check both the potential of the machines and their settings. the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist, and you're listening to The Hidden Palace. 
And we are back! And that was uh, the day before battle, the Formula One World Championship, requested by Nicholas Aman, who gets his, uh, his little ident in there as a reward. And before that we heard uh, from Vi the intro theme, uh, which Nicholas was kind enough to help me find. Because um, I keep doing this, I keep making a, a rod for my own back by like looking up the really obscure stuff. So... <laughs> and then having trouble finding the music. Oddly enough. So, uh, next we're going to talk a bit more about Vi. And uh, so, this advanced war suit has landed on this planet and has started attacking people. And it's a medieval land, so they're in a bit of trouble. Thankfully though, magic exists on this world, and with the combined might of the planet's five mightiest wizards, the power of the machine is sealed away into five magical orbs. These orbs and the suit are then hidden away. Fast forward a thousand years and Sandor, the prince of the kingdom of Lorath, is soon to wed his love, the Lady Ellen, when the castle is attacked by a fleet of robots killing Sandor's parents and kidnapping the Lady Ellen. With the castle in ruins, Sandor then vows to rescue Ellen from her captors. Uh, from this point, it kind of becomes your typical RPG. You gain experience and gold through random encounters, and new skills and spells are learned as they level up. There's also an AI system which allows your characters to fight without your input, which could be a blessing or a curse depending on how you view it. Uh, those of you who have played games with uh, auto-battle partners, yeah, they're not always great. I mean, some games do manage it okay, but they don't always make the wisest decisions. The manual that comes with the game thankfully provides a bunch of useful information on what spells your party members will learn, along with what weapon types they can wield so you'll know how best to use them. So... Um... A bunch of people are, are yeah, apparently it, it's not only the 30th anniversary of the the Mega CD, it's also the 30th anniversary of the ill-fated Philips CDI. Uh, yeah. The CDI had some potential, but it kind of like dived directly off a cliff pretty much as soon as it was launched. Um... Although Electropagaloo has informed us that a lot of the video CDs, which were very popular in uh, Japan and uh, parts of East Asia, uh, like Singapore and Hong Kong, um, video CDs were like really a thing over there. So a lot of even modern technology uh, that was designed kind of in Asia tends to be backwards compatible with video CD, um, which are basically take a CD and use a use a lot of compression to cram an entire film onto it. The quality is usually not very impressive, but they were more portable and more durable than uh, VHS tapes. Uh, VHS tapes tended to degrade pretty rapidly in the climate over there. And uh, Electric Boogaloo saying like, yeah, Video CD definitely not Laserdisc. I mean, Laserdisc was absolutely beautiful quality for the time, but um, 
it was it was still pretty impressive what it managed to accomplish for the day. Let's say that. And let's move on uh, to have a bit more music. Now I don't know if Doan's around today, but uh, I do know that one of their favourite games on the Mega CD, for reasons best known to themselves, is Virtual Hydelide. I don't know why they like this game. I just know that they do. So for them, I'm going to play uh, track 10 from Virtual Hydelide. I don't know what the track is called. <laughs> Maybe someday I will, uh, but I do not today. And then the obligatory Sonic CD track. Uh, so we've got from Sonic CD, uh, Stardust Speedway Bad Future. Yes, it's the US version. Sue me. Uh, if you want to play me to play other things, you have to request them before the show starts. So we'll have those, and then after that music break, we'll talk a bit about a racing game. So enjoy it, and I'll speak to you guys after this music break.
back and that was Sonic CD Stardust Speedway Bad Future US version and before that we had from Virtual Hydelide track 10 and that was for my friend Doan I'm not sure if they're listening but if they are hi Doan maybe you'll hear it later on the podcast version so next up we have a racing game which is well before anyone's time uh, titled BC Racers and this was released in 1994 by Core Design. And this game sees you racing a bunch of prehistoric bikers around eight different tracks in an effort to win the grand prize. The ultimate boulder dash bike. There are in fact six groups of riders which consist of the driver and passenger who sits in a sidecar. While there are no weapons as such, your racer and passenger can punch at other racers in a similar fashion to how you would in games like Road Rash. You also have Nitro Chargers, which can give you a boost in speed to leave your fellow racers eating your dust. Now, for anyone who knows some more of Core Design's previous games at this point in time, you'll recall that they made Chuck Rock and Chuck Rock Jr., who are available as a racing pair in this game. The various racetracks consist of deserts, frozen tundras, volcanoes, and caves. There's also four difficulty levels, easy, medium, hard, and rock hard. Oh good, there are puns in this. While the Mega CD version of this game released in the US and Europe, a 32X version of the game was only released in North America. There were also ports of this game to PC and the 3DO. Boy, we are like going through the the annals of CD-based console history here, aren't we? Uh, That was in 1995. Uh, one final bit of info for this game. While in development, this game was originally known as Chuck Racer, then Chuck Rally, Rocky Racers, before they finally settled on BC Racers. I think one of the previous ones is actually more interesting, but what do I know? Um, one problem I had when I found the music for this, I don't know if it's from the right version of the game, but the music is awful. It's really, like very short loops and it's really repetitive and boring so I've put like I've put a very short track um, into the playlists just so you can uh, get a feel for it and then I'm gonna so I'm gonna play uh, BC Racers Race Complete version 2 and then another request from this evening uh, this is from Solfis Face I don't know how you pronounce that how do you pronounce that the name of that game it's a great game, but I have no idea how you pronounce it. Anyway, uh, the track is Mission 2, Silius Moon Weapon Factory, and that was requested by Resident SD. So I hope you enjoy those two tracks, and I'll be back after this music break to talk about something a bit more... Vikingy.
Resin SD, host of Lay and Live. And when it comes to boosting your Sega education, there's no better place than the Hidden Palace on Radio Sega. Apparently, it's, it's pronounced as uh, Soul Feast. So, I've learned a thing. Thank you, Electric Bugaloo. And that was Mission 2 Silius Moon Weapon Factory. And before that, we had from BC Racers Race Complete 2. And yeah, I'm sure you see what my, um, I meant about it being like really repetitive. Uh, all of the tracks were like that, though. And some of them went on for like three and a half minutes of just like the same loop over and over and over again. It's, it's enough to kind of drive you a bit mad. Um, Resident SD was saying that Soul Feast was, Soul was one of his most played Mega CD games as a kid. And out of this and Cobra Command, as the pack in new games, along with the Sega Classics arcade collection, this was the best of the two. 
And I was saying, like, I, I really pity the poor sods who got uh, Sewer Shark as the Mega CD pack-in. Um, yeah. And Electro Boogaloo saying, it could be worse, you could be the one who got the Tomcat Alley bundle. And Resident Evil says, our thoughts and prayers were with them at that terrible time. <laughs> Radio Sega chat amusing itself as usual. Oh yeah, um... Yeah, one thing that I forget to, forget to mention about BC races, actually, was that some of the other races, uh, they were characters with names such as Brick Jagger, Sid Viscous, and Jimmy Hand Tricks. All being references to rock artists, so yeah, we see what you did there, well done. Um, core design turns up again, and uh, this is our final game that I'm going to be discussing for this evening. Uh, as they developed alongside uh, the eighth day, a game called Heimdall. Uh, this is an action turn-based RPG uh, where you play as Heimdall, reborn as a mortal. Heimdall being a Nordic god, for those who aren't aware. Uh, he leads a party of Viking warriors in search for the weapons of the gods, which have been hidden in the realm of mortals by the mischievous Loki. Oh, him again, of course it is. When you start the game, you can go straight into playing the main campaign. However, from looking at others play this game, and from reading the game manual, you probably shouldn't do that. What you should do instead... And I'm going to loop my talk bed before I run out of music. Um is play the sub-games first. I will explain why. If you simply start the game, you will only be able to pick from a very small number of Vikings in order to form your party. However, if you play the sub-games, uh, which consists of things like axe throwing, pig wrestling, for some reason, and, a, and boat fighting combat, so like, you know, primitive version of naval combat. And depending on how well you do in these, you'll then be given a wider selection of Vikings to choose from. The Vikings will be one of the following classes. Warrior, Wizard, Shipwright, Navigator, Druid, Blacksmith and Berserker. Each class has their own particular strengths and weaknesses, be that in fights or in use of the main map. They also have stats to determine their effectiveness in fights, which includes strength, speed, health, magic, and luck. So, kind of fairly standard RPG stuff. You have five slots uh, that you can fill, who, along with Heimdall, make up a party of six, which is actually a pretty high number of party members for this sort of time period of RPGs. What else is going on in the chat? Oh yeah, uh, Electric Bugle is showing a picture of that um, Tomcat Alley bundle. <laughs> Action system, it says at the top in big letters. Oh yes, uh, Heimdall of course being played by Idris Elba, Elba in uh, the Marvel movies. Uh, France at least got the Tomcat Alley bundle with a bonus road avenger. I mean, the box looks pretty cool. Shame the game's terrible. So, 
let's have some music then. So uh, we're going to have uh, one of the tracks from Heimdall. Once again, I don't have any track names for these. So this is just track three. And then uh, another request and another one from Solfice. This one is from uh, is called Glacier, an enemy cruise ship. And that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So enjoy that. And I'll be back after this music break to finish talking about Heimdall. And then after that, it'll be going into the chiptune corner. I think. Yep. So enjoy, and I'll speak to you after this music break. and you're listening to The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze on Radio Sega.
And we are back! And that was Solfice, Glacier, an enemy cruise ship requested by Electric Boogaloo. And before that we had from Heimdall, that was track number three. So, back to Heimdall then. Uh, once you are ready, you will be shown a map of the known world, with an icon for your ship showing the, in the bottom left. Your journey needs to be well planned, as moving across the map will require the right amount of provisions that we, you'll need to reach your chosen destination. Thankfully, the game will point out if a destination is too far for you to make with your current supplies, so you won't starve to death trying to sail to the other end of the map. When you disembark the ship, you're then taken to an isometric view of a dungeon, where you'll have puzzles and battles to face as you increase your experience, supplies and equipment while you seek missing weapons of the gods. You'll also only be able to take three party members with you when you leave the ship, although you can always backtrack to the ship to reorganise equipment, supplies and the person who will be in your party. Now when you get into fights, this is where the turn-based part of the game kicks in, although I use the term turn-based a bit loosely. What you have to do is time your attack so you strike your opponent just as they attack you. Alongside your attacks, you'll have the means to defend yourself, and you can also use spells if you have the appropriate scrolls, although these are consumed when you use them. Oh, and here's Electric Boogaloo who is showing off a JVC XI. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Um, I've only seen, I've never seen one like in real life, I've only ever seen them in videos and pictures. Maybe I'll get to see one in real life someday. So let's have some more music then. Uh, so uh, this is another request from Electric Boogaloo. So we've got from Echo the Dolphin, The Tides of Time on the Mega CD. This is Maze of Stone. And then after that, we've got from Eternal Champions on the Mega CD, Midnight. So enjoy this and I'll be back after this break for the Chiptune Corner.
And we are back. And that was from Eternal Champions on the Mega CD, Midnight. And before that, we had Echo, the Tides of Time Mega CD, Maze of Stone, requested by Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, the Echo the Dolphin Mega CD soundtracks are amazing. Spelter Nielsen absolutely knocks it out of the park on those. Uh, I quite frequently um, put them on my phone when I'm going for a bath and listen to them to, to chill out. It's great. I recommend. Um, oh, Resident SD, you swear word. Uh, Resident SD saying, I managed to get a multi-mega, the European Genesis CDX, many years ago, which is pretty great. It's a not very portable CD player that can also play Mega Drive and Mega CD games. I hate you so much. So much! <sighs> Moving on rapidly before I get upset. So it's time for the Chipchin Corner then! So last year the website c64audio.com produced an entire album of uh, chiptune Christmas music. It is still in fact available through its website and it is free! I played one track from it last year during Winterfest but I think I'm going to play another one and I might play another one during my Winterfest show next week. Uh, <laughs> so this one is <laughs> actually an adaptation of the, uh, the song Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, by uh, Beyond Reproach, who are a chiptune outfit. And I will put the link to the album in question into the Discord chat. There you go. And then I'll play this track for you, and then I'll be back after this to finish the show. Um, let me know what you think.
we are back, and that was Beyond Reproach, Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, I do recommend getting the album from the C64 Audio website. Uh, the link is on the Twitter, uh, Radio Sega Twitter, that Twinny has been working so very hard to do all the socials for us tonight. Uh, Twinny is a social god, uh, all bows Twinny. So thanks for t- tuning in everyone. Uh, it's Winterfest starting from next Friday. So I will not be here next Saturday, but instead you will have lots and lots of awesome live and pre-recorded shows to tide you over until my show on Sunday the 19th of December at 6pm GMT. I'm honestly still not actually sure what I'm going to be talking about, so if you do have any ideas for what you want me to cover, uh, then you can contact me on Discord where I am skyblaze42-5499. You can reach me on Twitter where I am at Blazing Skies, or you can reach me through the official Radio Sega Twitter or Facebook pages. Uh, next up, I think it's Gavi with SNS, although he wasn't around last week, so I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Winterfest is going to be awesome. Make sure you check out the full schedule over on the main website, uh, radiosega.net. Uh, one last track to go out on. Oh, and we played uh, some Echo the Dolphin earlier. That means I have an excuse to play this amazing song again. Marvellous. So, one last track to go out on. This is Sega Power Cuts, St. Gabriel's Mask vocal remix. Mwahaha. And uh, so take care, everybody. Good night.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.